home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to a Tuesday here on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself, Ken Miller, with you from noon until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show, Monday through Friday. Uh, local sports, and we welcome you to participate in the program today. Uh, busy show, obviously. The show took on a little bit of a different role here as the news of the morning kind of uh, crept up, uh, crept out. What uh, probably about eight o'clock, Trent? The breaking news that college basketball, believe it or not, may have a uh, a dirty side to it, and and nobody saw that coming, right? Um, look, I'm torn. I'll be honest with you. I'm. <laughs> I hate these stories. Mm-hmm. I'm all about entertain Ken. Yes. You know what? And and and, and again, these are um, uh, stories that I think need to be told, obviously, when you have cheating like this. But um, it, it puts me in a difficult position because I like basketball played at a very high level. Of course, we know they're cheating. Uh, and, and today we kind of look behind the curtain. Do you like looking behind the curtain into these things? Or would you rather, I don't know, rather is not the right way to put it. Do you, well, do you want to know? I mean, college basketball, We I think we've all assumed mm-hmm. that this wasn't the most um, clean, maybe, sport that we that, that, that we watch. But do we really want to know the secret sauce behind these things? I don't think so. I and, don't. And yeah, it's dirty. And college football is dirty. But not to this extent. I think I would argue with really? you there. I don't because of the roster size. Okay. Because one guy as we've seen can make such a difference yeah. to a basketball team, right? To to a basketball program. Um and I don't know if they can in football. I'm I'm sure that, you know, if we looked back, if we peeled back the layers in in, in, in football, we would find some of this. But this I'm all about I'm a selfish fan, Trent, and I've said this all along. I want to be entertained. I want to be entertained at the highest level. And when we see these guys entertaining us in one-and-done years, we kind of know that, you know, deep down inside that there's probably something a little dirty here. Right. But at the end of the day, uh, I want to watch a good game and the best athletes on the floor, and I'm a selfish fan, admittedly. We were talking about Michael Beasley right before we came on the year. I mean, that year at Kansas State, watching him and just how ridiculous it was, it was great for the Big 12. Tevin Durant down at Texas Mm -hmm. in his one season down in Austin. Wouldn't have been amazing to see LeBron James playing at Ohio State or playing wherever he would have ended up and, and doing those things. So selfishly, I'm in the same boat. It doesn't come as a surprise. I mean, the shadiness has always been there, at least in my lifetime. It's college basketball. It's college basketball. It, it is a shady, shady yep. element to it. And, I mean, you go back to the 80s. There was talked about there, you know, the shoe contracts that mm-hmm. came about and what it's led to. And this today deals with Adidas. But but how do the other shoe companies right now? Don't you think that they've had their lawyers in boardrooms oh, yes. uh, looking under every possible thing that could come back to bite them? You know for a fact that's going on. You know. A bag man is a term that is thrown out there. Mm-hmm. And SB Nation, I don't know if you read that article, came up right at the round signing day back in February. And it was on the football side, but it talked about you know how they do it. And it was a very good deep dive kind of inside how the college football world operates. But it, it's similar here. And it happens everywhere. And, and I know here in our little bubble in the state of Iowa, we don't want to think about those things. No, Iowa, Iowa State. No, we don't. We really don't. They, they do it right. That's what we try to tell ourselves. But don't kid yourselves. I, 
You've heard stories, I am sure, Mm -hmm. about student-athletes that Mm -hmm. have come to our big state schools. Mm -hmm. I have as well. There are people that would not, under normal circumstances, be at Iowa State University and at the University of Iowa. no question. Without some shady dealings. But for the most part, everyone turns a blind eye. And then you look and you, oh, look at Louisville. Oh, look, look, look at but Patino's in it again. It does seem like this might be it for well, him, though, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> we, we got some quotes we'll read to uh, the listeners here in a little bit that are just amazing. Uh, it, you hear, you know, the big programs like that. Well, they, it's different. It's not that different. And it's maybe a different scale. It might be different monetarily. But the difference between $100,000 a kid and 10000 for another mm-hmm. kid Still cheating. Do we really want to look behind the curtain? You know, I remember this when it came up, and I don't remember what scandal it was. I was down the dial, and, and I had this conversation b- before. I, I, I'm a selfish fan, Trent. Mm-hmm. I'm a selfish SOB when it comes to my college sports. I want to be entertained. I know that it's dirty. I know that it's shady. But am I going to look behind the curtain? Probably not. Now, today we're forced to, to some extent, um, and, and by the way, this looks like this is an investigation that they've got every I dotted and every T crossed. Uh, NCAA apparently had no idea that yeah. this was about to break this morning. This is FBI. This is not some NCAA thing that no, broke today. Where they have no power, let's right. be honest. Yeah. These yes. guys actually have power and subpoena power yes. and will be able to you know, go down the roads that they decide to go down. But Four coaches were arrested today. This isn't brought in for quite... They were arrested. Today. Right. And, and, and in years past, this would have exonerated the guys that they worked for a lot of times. But mm-hmm. because the rules have changed, it goes right to the top now. These, these head coaches at these institutions where they had where they had their assistants arrested today, there, there's a, as much culpability there uh, as, as in the assistant coach's office. So the four coaches or, or programs today that had the connections, it was... Arizona, mm-hmm. Sean Miller. Right. Powerhouse. Think, yes, and maybe the best team in the country this year. Might be. You Although have, the Finn's gone, and he's going to be missed. Right. In, yep. Mar- yeah, he'll be up in Minnesota. Um, Our Bulls. No, 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 no. Yeah, there was the Bulls. trade. It was the right. trade. Yep, you're right. You're right. Um, so you have that. That one. But Sean Miller doesn't have a whole lot of shit. That he's, we he's know been of. recruiting well. That's for sure. So, draw, dot, dot, dot. But it's Tucson. I mean, you should be able to get kids to Tucson, yeah. right? Yeah. Not the prettiest of campuses, but sure. again, it's Tucson. It's Pac-12. It's it's a nice place. But the woe ones are Louisville mm-hmm. with Patino and, with and all the Everything that's problems. gone on, the baggage, the history in the past, and not so distant past either, let's be honest. The biggest name, the one that most people would know that are basketball fans, is Auburn and Chuck Person. The mm-hmm. rifleman. Right, yeah. Uh, rifling some money over, apparently. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, the head coach there, Bruce Pearl. Yeah, who's it looks as though for, for, for Pearl and Patino, the the P's here. Yeah. Um, but, and, and here's the other thing. Uh, you just wonder, Trent, how many other programs are going to have an assistant that wants to get out beside the posse? I mean, the attorney general, we watched a significant portion of his press conference that just wrapped up today. They are putting out a number. I mean, it's better to call us than us to call you. You just wonder, you know, how deep this is going to go. And let's be honest. I mean, college basketball, I think, doesn't it start in like three days, three or yeah, four this practice week, starts. right? Yeah, Friday, I think it is. Practice starts Friday. Yeah. And this is hovering. And can you imagine... Being in a basketball office today, oh, you and you always hear how tight knit you know the coaches are and all the things that they do, but it's not a real big community. You know, it's three hundred people, mm-hmm. you know, three fifty people, and when you kind of cut it down, it's really one hundred and fifty probably coaches that know each other, and then you get into the assistants and and all the connections that are out there. 
and the phone calls that have to be happening now and the text messages saying, are ducks in a row? Yeah. Or, you, you know one school that wasn't named today that I think that most people would, when they heard this, automatically their train of thought went to what city and what conference and what school Lexington, Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky. And John Calipari's name was not mentioned. Now, again, it's early. It's early. This is the. This might be the tip of the iceberg. And they're a Nike school. These, yeah. but no, Arizona is a Nike school too. But does do you think it stops with Adidas? Seriously, right, right, right. right. I mean, there there are there are closed door meetings at so many schools today. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Again, I'm a selfish sob when it comes to my sports. Mm-hmm. Entertain me. Yeah. Entertain me. I don't know, is is college basketball better than now? A lot of people don't, obviously, will not agree with me wholeheartedly. They want this to be as as uh, cleaned up, as as buttoned up um, as, as possible, right? We want our college sports pure. But that, that time has passed. The genie's out of that bottle, Trent. It hasn't been around in my lifetime. Probably not. No, 37 years. It's been shady. And well before, I mean, you go back to the 50s, slush funds at Illinois and, and across the country, this has been going on forever. As long as there's been collegiate sports where there's been money to be made, there's been shadiness. Mm-hmm. It has continued throughout, and it continues Do here. you want to peek behind the curtain? Maybe a little bit. Do you? I don't. Yeah, maybe don't. a little bit. I'm just interested to how it goes down. Right. But I don't want to see the sport dismantled because of that. Right. I mean, is that kind of having your cake and eating no, it, agree. too? I agree. I can see where you're coming from. Which, I, which the same. The I du- want to be entertained. I want yeah. basketball played at the highest level. You don't want to see... 40 of the top 80 programs on probation. Right. Nobody right. wants to That'd see that. For an awful tournament, wouldn't it? Oh, my God. All right, your final four. It is <laughs> yeah. Northwestern oh. State against UW-Milwaukee in semifinal number one. Yeah, yeah nobody wants to see that. In a dome. <laughs> <laughs> With 8,000 people there watching it. Nobody wants to see that. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how it's done. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you know, we, we've heard the stories before. And those stories are always interesting to me. And then the shady dealings that happen afterwards. I mean, just getting the kids on campus. And, and that's a thing that's frustrating. And I know you're a big proponent of pay the players. Mm-hmm. But to get them on campus, certain things are guaranteed to them or told to them. And maybe it's a little bit of money to get them there. And then At these the kind end, of things are going to happen paid. once you're there. Right. And those things dry up. And, and that's the part... Because a kid has nothing they can do. Mm-hmm. They can't go and say, hey, I was promised $20,000 a year. Sure. They're not getting it. No, there's they, no they recourse know, there. Right. None, none whatsoever. They can't, and that's the part when I hear those kind of stories that, that do leave you shaky. So head. do you feel that today, was, was this a good day for college basketball? Oh, not at all. Because this is going to bring back that negative light. And, it, and it's going to go from a sports fan. You know, the sports perspective, I don't think changes a whole lot for you know, people that listen to our program, the people that listen to sports talk and, and are diving into their teams and those. I don't think a whole lot changes, but this is going to go into the CNNs, the Fox News of the world. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's going to become a bigger talking point where people that don't have that same kind of look at sports say, oh, look how corrupt this yeah, is. Oh, absolutely. And there's a good portion of people out there that feel that there's people out there that have already turned us off right now. Trent, right. Because our stance is probably different than you know a lot of people's and then it delves into academia and when they get a hold of something like this well there we there i can understand their yeah. point absolutely i mean that that is not what our mission is as a university I as a college totally agree with you there I mean, we're all competing for that same sheepskin at the end of it right mm-hmm. 
but some of these kids have that opportunity to get that because of their prowess in, in athletics. Look, it's dirty. We know it's dirty. We knew it was dirty before today. This shouldn't fool anybody. This shouldn't surprise anybody, make you fall off your chair. It's dirty. Look at the money, folks. Follow the money when the money is as big as it is. And trust me, it's, it, that, that's, it's, you're never going back to a point where it once was. It's just con- going to continue to grow. And with it, unfortunately, comes some shady aspects of the sport. And we saw one today. Yeah, a big one. A, a big real one. Big sure, one. it's a big one. I, I got to read those uh, the, the quotes from uh, Louisville today. This comes from Gary Parrish of CBSSports.com in his article, who, if you're a college basketball fan, he, to me, is the number one writer. Uh, he is as plugged in as you're going to find. He's a Memphis guy. Yeah. Uh, hosts Better a radio than show well, I mean, they're they're together. They're pretty good. You know, both they of them. they work together. Yeah. They do a podcast. Yeah, they Four work. Four Graves, pretty good. Yep, yep. He uh, he's a little bit older. Those guys, a little bit more connected. Parishes, right? Yep. yep. And uh, so he had a couple of things here today that that I just want to throw across because the quotes are ridiculous. This comes from first of all Louisville picked up a commitment in June from a five star player. A, this one's crazy. The kid's name is Brian Bowen. Patino said, according to this uh, first. This is talking about the commitment of Bowen. We got lucky on this one, Patino said. I had an AAU director call me and say, would you be interested in a basketball player? I said, yeah, I'd be really interested. But he had to come in unofficially, pay for the hotels, pay for their meals. So we spent zero dollars recruiting a five-star athlete who I loved when I saw him play in my 40-some-odd years of coaching. This is the luckiest I've been. That's going to come back to hurt him. Yes. Uh, Continuing on... This is the thing that just knocked me off my, off my seat. An NBA agent, Christian Dawkins, was among those arrested. According to documents, he told an unidentified Louisville coach that they would have to be, quote, particularly careful with how they pass money to Bowen and his family because <laughs> Louisville was already on probation. The Louisville coach agreed, according to the document, and said, we got to be very low-key. That's from an FBI document. Again, this is an NCAA stuff. This is FBI. Listening to the press conference this morning, reading as much as in the the three hours or whatever it's been since this, it it seems to be that the um, prosecutors are very buttoned up on this case. Mm -hmm. That they, I mean, the NCAA didn't know until this morning, Trent, that this investigation was coming down. They are prepared. They are ready to go forward with some major, major information and some evidence, at least you would think, that's on their side. And when the arrest came down uh, early this morning, um, it, it reverberated through college sports. There's no other, there's no getting around it. But at the end of the day, do we really want to know? Do we really want to pull back the curtain? How far do we want to go back? Do we honestly believe that in our wonderful state here of Iowa that we've had nothing like this ever happen? Do we really believe that? It's do not we want to know? It's not true. Of course it's, it's not. not it's college. There's too much. Follow the money. Mm-hmm. There's too much money in this thing, and it's never going back the way it once was. It's never going to be. This is college sports, unfortunately, and I think of the two – and maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm completely naive. I don't want to believe college football is even anywhere close like that. I don't want to believe that. And I don't at this point. Ten. I know. I Ten. know. But it, and, it, it, and I don't want to know. But college basketball, when you only have a short roster and when one guy can make such a difference to the season you're about to have, of course this is going to happen. And when there's a bidding war for him and adults are involved and there's money on the line, this is this is where it's going to lead, and here we are again. 
I think you're kidding yourself. Well, you maybe I am. Maybe, maybe. I don't if you want don't to know. Think... I want to be entertained. I know. I'm I a know. selfish fan. I always have been. Yeah. Uh, don't peel back that layer then if you, if you don't want to know about college football because I'll tell you, it's just as shady, just as ridiculous. And, and in terms of just sheer numbers, well, as opposed to a guy or two, you're talking about 10 12, well, look, Ole Miss guys. is a perfect example. They yeah. hit the trifecta, right? They had a three-pack fall in their lap. Mm-hmm. All of them terrific players. All of it stunk when it happened. Absolutely. So we, I get that. I absolutely get that. But it seems like one player on one of these college rosters, as, as we've seen, I mean, this has got to be the end for Rick Pitino, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, I ask you the question, does he coach another game at Louisville? Uh, no, he, he can't. Because we're beginning a season, what is that, that? Middle of November, you know, 12th through 15th, right in that mm-hmm. range, that first game. So we're over a month away. Mm-hmm. And, and Bruce Pearl. I mean, uh, look yeah, at look at his done. resume. He's got to be finished. I think he is number one on the chopping block. Patino, just because he's, his, his name, cachet? Yeah. And, he's and because be he's gotten by so many times before. Right. Why wouldn't this be the latest? The one that I'm most interested in, though, is Sean Miller. Because there, wow. there isn't... Arizona is building a power yes, out there. It, but he doesn't have the same kind of baggage as those other two but guys. But you know what? He has no excuse now. This is under his watch. Right. That is and not an excuse. What did they call it before when the coach, quote-unquote, didn't know what was going on? Because you know, there's lack of institutional control, and you get hit by that. Right. But then the coach comes out and says, I had no idea this was happening. That's no longer watch. an excuse. Right. In the last couple of years. We're a ton late. We'll get Zuba Mahan to get his thoughts on this. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the, this scandal for the most part of the uh, of the first hour. Uh, then we're going to switch gears in, in the 1 o'clock hour. We will talk to Chip Brown, preview Texas and uh, Iowa State. Of course, they play on Thursday night. Uh, Chip is um, he's covered Texas athletics for a long time. I'm sure this will come up at some point, but we'll do a lot of football in that. And then we'll do some NFL stuff. Uh, Tim Yotter is going to be here. It's the only day we can get Tim. Uh, and it's the of the local teams, the only one that play on Sunday. It's a weird week, Trent. I mean, it's weird week. Two of them play Thursday. One of them play Monday. The Vikings play Sunday. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Zubin Mahente, ESPN. What's Zubin's thoughts on this? You can find out next as we continue here. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you. 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Six months ago, you didn't know what you'd be doing right now. Six months ago, it was cold and snow was still in the forecast. And while six months ago, this time of year wasn't on your radar, it was on ours. Because six months ago, the finest German brewers began brewing some of the best beers in the world. Beer whose recipe hasn't changed in more than a thousand years. Yes, six months ago in Germany, brewers were preparing the beer for the best season of the year. Autumn. Harvest. Oktoberfest. And what better place to enjoy the world's finest Oktoberfest beers than Hessen House? Hard to find beers in limited supply from Eyinger, Weinstefaner, and more. After all, 
you'd expect a place that has the world's largest selection of German beers in the world would be the best place to celebrate the Oktoberfest season. So join us and raise a liter of some of the best German beers in the world. Beers that you'll only find at the Hessen House, 4th and Court, Des Moines. If you're not already hungry, you will be in a second. At Montana Mike's, you know they've got the best steaks and best burgers around. And of course, succulent seafood, your favorite pasta dishes, and great combos with ribs and chicken. So why not choose Montana Mike's for carryout, catering, and banquet needs? Whether it's a football gathering with family and friends or a full-blown feast for a large group, let Montana Mike's handle it for you. Don't forget Montana Mike's for your holiday parties this season, too. Montana Mike's with two locations, just north of I-80 on Northeast 4. 14th in Des Moines and on Highway 14 in Newton. As a special appreciation for your help in raising money for the Hurricane Relief Fund at Montana Mike's, they'd like to say thank you and offer you this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Montana Mike's certificates to use at either location for only $25. Get this Montana Mike's sweet deal for yourself Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. I make my Texas superfood from 55 raw, vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. You can see all 55 on texassuperfood.com. All of the nutrients that we need on a daily basis, I lost 60 pounds. I mean, that's huge. Since I've been on superfood, I haven't been sick. I'm Dennis Black. Join us on texassuperfood.com. texassuperfood.com. Or call 877-55-TEXAS. That's 877-55-TEXAS. 87755-TEXAS. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. The Light the Night Walk is coming up on October the 21st. For more information, visit lightthenight.org backslash Iowa. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Then Tiki and Tierney for a couple hours before 
1700 gets back to local sports in your drive home. Jimmy B and TC from 4 until 6. Let's head to uh, uh, get to our guy. Zubin Mahenti joins us each and every week. Zubin, the tenor of our conversation kind of changed within the last couple hours. How are you, Zubin? Trent and Ken, how's things going? Good. I'm assuming that you're talking about the college basketball scandal. Yeah, it's... Um, I mean, when the story broke this morning, the fact that the NCAA didn't know anything about this, Zubin, I'm torn. I really am. Um, I'm I'm a, a selfish fan when it comes to these things. I want to be entertained. I want to see it played at the highest level, yet the corruption that uh, permeates itself, at least through the sport of college basketball, um, I mean, I, I can understand why people turn their nose up at this thing. When you first saw the story, Zubin, did, did, did you fall off your chair, or did, are, are you almost uh, uh, at, at a point where you come to expect these things every now and then? Um, in the middle, depending on what part of the story you're talking about. So um, the part that really, I guess, floored me was, if you follow the recruiting, and I know you guys definitely follow that sort of thing, the situation with Patino and being able to get Bowen, that five-star kid, uh, there's a lot of radio quotes floating around, and I don't know if you guys have played them, but they're all over the place now, about how Patino went on a program and was asked how he basically got this kid. And obviously, you know, Rick is in a situation where he has been an incredible winner. He's a great coach at all levels. But most coaches with his personal foibles, let's just put it that way, most coaches with his personal foibles that didn't have the amount of success he had would probably be gone. Uh, that's not like a breaking news statement. His, his ability to win at various places in the Commonwealth of Kentucky, in the NBA, with the Knicks, has kept him around. Um, but he went on a local radio program and essentially was asked, hey, how did you get this guy considering you weren't even scouting him? <laughs> he wasn't even on your radar. Right. And, you know, he kind of came up with some excuse where he's like, well, you know, the luckiest you know, commitment I've ever got, you know, I knew a guy that knew a guy and we were scouting a guy and he gave this whole sort of spiel and sort of like indicated that the guy just sort of fell into uh, their lap. I think right now with everything that's happened with Coach Patino over the years, like I said, he's had some personal issues. He's had some uh, issues with the, uh, the escort service. I think he could really be the next guy to watch in terms of, as you know, these sorts of situations rightfully or wrongfully tend to hone in on one person, right? They're always looking for that one person. Who's the big guy we can hook this to? Who can we make an example out of? And right now it appears to be him in this regard. The part that I'm not that surprised about is that I think we know this sort of stuff is rampant within the sport. Um, but the guy that was the most surprising, and not Chuck Person and not the assistant coaches from Oklahoma State, Arizona, Book Richardson, the guy from Adidas, that's a big one. That's a really, really big one because I think there is a level of expectation that there is some sort of corruption going on in and around mm-hmm. the sport. There are some people that will tell you that they're still furious that Marvin Bagley got uh, cleared this close for Duke. There's a lot of people that say if Marvin Bagley had committed somewhere else, there's no way he could have made it through the process as fast as he did at Duke. That's not nefarious. I'm just saying that everybody kind of realizes there's a sliding scale for everything. So not too surprised. But I am surprised in terms of what could happen to Pacino if they decide to make an example out of him. And that one of Adidas' top basketball officials has been implicated. To me, that's a bigger story than the actual assistant. Zubin, is this a day that changes college basketball as we know it? I mean, there, there's going to be, you would think, more to come from this. Is college football as we know it changed today? Football or basketball? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Either way, I don't think so. Because I think you're in a situation here Whereas to Ken's point, 
um, there's going to have to be some level of cooperation or acknowledgement from the NCAA. And to this particular point, um, if they're not looped in on what's going on or they weren't aware of what's going on or this was an indictment made over their heads because it was a legality, um, I, I don't think so. I think this is a situation where uh, I don't know this to be certain, but I would guess several more coaches are involved in this mm-hmm. than just the ones that were pinned. Sure. And I think those coaches probably believe that just like any cheating scandal we see in any form of sports, as long as you're one step ahead, that's all you really need to be. Like when they're trying to catch the dopers, the dopers are always two steps ahead of mm-hmm. what we just figured out with the latest doping mechanism. So I don't see it coming to an end anytime soon because for the lion's share of time, it has worked. And I think you could easily convince yourself that this is a blip if you're cheating and that you will be more intelligent than these people uh, that got caught. Could it be carelessness? Could it just be somebody ratting somebody out? Could it be a combination of a lot of things? I don't know. But for people that have largely used this system to their advantage in a less than honorable way, I don't think this changes anything because the lion's share of people that are doing this likely have not even been apprehended yet. It may never be. I couldn't agree more, Zubin. I think the the more uh, pages we turn, the more we uh, look behind the curtain, we're just going to find something. Maybe we don't want to know this, right? I mean, is college college basketball better four hours after this uh, announcement was made today? Or, I mean, don't. Don't the majority of us out there fall in the same category as me where I just want to plug my nose and get through this because, damn it, I'm a selfish fan and I want to be entertained and I want the best guys on the floor to do this. And we know it's going on, but do we really need to look behind the curtain to see you know, how the secret sauce is made? I'm not one of those people that needs to know that. No, I think this is also a story, Ken, where I would say that this is hitting the front page because of who is investigating, how it came down, huge press conference, corruption, the words that are used. I think within the basketball community, this is being taken seriously, uh, for sure. But I think once the game started, it'll be about the games. I just think it's the time of year and the words that were used, bribes, corruption. Yep. Those sorts of stories are going to get a lot of play. This is, this is on every radio news update. This is going to make all the table news outlets tonight. This isn't just going to make ESPN or local sports talk radio, or people like us that talk about this. This is going to go far beyond that, mostly because of the headlines. 95% of people that are reporting this story have no idea Chuck Person was the rifleman. Right? Chuck Person's just one of the guys that's caught up in this thing, and let's just make sure we say his name right and attribute him to Auburn. I think the large scale of people that are covering this story right now are covering the macro story, corruption in major college basketball, money passing hands. I think they're not really too involved or concerned with how it trickles down to the sport. I think they see the headline and they say, whoa, this is big. And like everything else, in about 72 hours, it'll probably uh, start to dissipate pretty fast. Yeah, and Subin, I'm with you because I don't, you, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, right? I mean, there is so many billions of dollars being tossed around here uh, with the NCAA tournament and, and everything that goes along with, with men's college basketball. I think we're past the point of no return, Zubin. I don't th- I mean, this might be... It's a scandal today. I get that. But in five years from now, will the sport be any different because of what happened on September 26, 2017? No, I I also think you're in a situation where um, the NCAA at this point, I mean, you and I are living in a world of reality, but we are allowed to sort of expand the borders. We can sort of expand our scope. But the NCAA can easily just come out and say, listen, the federal government has tons and tons of resources way more than we do. That's one of the reasons the NCAA has often been very slow 
on making decisions. Their enforcement staff is not very big. But the NCAA could easily just come out and say, listen, this is the federal government. You know, they, they, you know, this is the same group of people that are investigating some of the biggest things that are going on in this country, and this is what they found. So if the NCAA wanted to come out and say, hey, we got a few bad apples here. we got four bad coaches, um, and maybe there's more, um, but we had one of the largest investigative arms in our country investigate our sport, and this is what they found. So if there's 351 Division I schools and four got nicked, well, you know what? That doesn't appear to us. I'm just speaking from the NCAA, mm-hmm. not what I think is happening or what you think is happening. But if I'm the NCAA, I'm just saying, well, 351 schools, four got nicked, one's a sneaker company. We have no jurisdiction over sneaker companies. We're an athletic association, amateur athletic association. Um, so you tell me, is there a problem if we have 351 schools and four get dinged? That doesn't seem like rampant uh, abuse to me. I'm not saying that's right or wrong because I think we both know that there's probably more going on. But if I'm the NCAA and I'm finding that just a small fraction of my schools are involved in this, I'm not going to go out there and say it's an epidemic or an issue. What about the head coaches? Patino, Pearl, two guys that certainly have a lot of transgressions against them. And then Sean Miller at Arizona. Are those three guys in deep water here? Why is not it different Enfield, for each? Why don't you put Enfield in there? Enfield, is that where? USC. Oh, USC, okay. Yeah. I was thinking it was South Carolina, USC. No. No. I don't think. Anyway, go on. Anyway, those three are the ones that, that are the biggest to me. No doubt. Do we see those guys coach another game? Is it different in each circumstance? Where are you with that, Zubin? Oh, yeah, I think it's different in each circumstance because, unfortunately, in a situation like this, I'm not saying it's right and I'm not saying it's wrong. I mean, you guys know as well as I do and a lot of your listeners know that there's a huge, huge distinction between a head coach and assistant coach. And, guys, the best example of that is Bruce Pearl, right? Mm-hmm. When he was an assistant uh, at Iowa, that's right. when it really sort of, excuse me, in that situation with Iowa and Illinois, that's where it really came down on him. And that's kind of where Bruce got blackballed from basketball for a long time mm-hmm. and to come back with Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I think Bruce, more than anybody, knows the distinction between a head coach and an assistant coach because he's kind of been on both sides of it. There's no uh, link right now between Book Richardson, who's the guy at Arizona, and Sean Miller. The reason I just brought up Patino is because sort of the absurd nature of the story that he spilled. Plus, I do believe, and I think this is reasonable, that when we're talking in 2017, where there's smoke, there's fire. You know, I don't see any smoke right now around Sean Miller. I haven't heard any impropriety when he was at any of his previous jobs. That doesn't mean anything. The stakes are much higher now at Arizona than they ever were at any of his other jobs. But until there's a link between some of these assistants, coaches, and head coaches, I'm not willing to go there with the head coaches. The the assistant coaches, unfortunately, as Bruce could tell you, are far more expendable, I hate to use that word, but are far more expendable in sort of making the problems go away. Um, But Rick is just one of the sorts of guys that sometimes, you know how it is in everyday life, you just give that guy or gal the benefit of the doubt. And right now, Rick has sort of proven that he's not getting the benefit of the doubt from a lot of people. I think he certainly is in a different boat than Sean Miller. Could that change? Absolutely. If we find out something about the way Arizona's been recruiting, if you look at their recruiting, they're recruiting as well as Duke and Kentucky. Now, that could just be because Miller is an outstanding recruiter. I believe that could certainly be the case. Mm-hmm. Could it be something else? Sure. But I just think a lot of times you have to take past performance into account here. I know sometimes we're just looking at things as isolated incidents, but it's very hard to ignore the notion uh, when a guy has a track record. And when a guy does it, more importantly, when a guy does it. Uh, Zubin Mahanti from ESPN. Zubin, I do a couple more topics I want to get to uh, with, with you in our time. But let me ask you this. Is this a good day for college basketball or a dark day for college basketball? Dark, dark. 
I mean, I know there is that sort of, uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity situation. Uh, I think you will see a lot of people come out today. I haven't seen too much yet. I've been reading a lot of writers. I haven't seen a lot of voices. I think you're going to see a lot of people come out and defend the coaches, the head coaches. I think you're going to see that. Um, I haven't seen it as yet as strongly, but I do believe you're going to see a lot of defending of the head coaches. Uh, but I don't see any way this could be spun as anything but a dark day uh, for college basketball, just because for the lion's share of the public that um, just thought it was just kids running around and it's all about the front of the jersey and not the back, I mean, you and I may not think that, and Trent may not think that, and your audience may not think that, but for the lion's share of people that maybe don't follow things nearly as closely or maybe just fill out a bracket in March, this could be, as strange as it sounds, you know, this could be a real surprise to them. Uh, I think when Jonathan Martin had his situation in the NFL, that very unfortunate incident, I remember when that story kind of hit from a macro-level perspective. I think sports fans were like, hey, man, you ever been in a high school locker room, college locker room, pro locker room? Things happen. But there's a lion's share of people out there that maybe didn't follow sports that were stunned that one person would treat another person like that in the professional ranks. Bullying his kids is one thing, but two men like him and Incognito you and I look at it and probably say, hey, it probably happens in practice every day. Guys got to have thick skin. But there's a large percentage of people out there when that story first happened, much like this headline front page, not the sports section, but just headline front page beyond the sports section that were like, wow, this really happens? And I think for a lot of people that are just tuning into this story that are non-hardcore sports fans and certainly non-hardcore college basketball fans, as crazy as it sounds, I think this could actually be news to a lot of people that thought it was just kids running around on the up and up. That sounds very antiquated, but just think about, just think about the notion that there's 350 million people in this country and there's more people that don't watch the Super Bowl, not the Final Four, not the Masters. There's more people in this country that don't watch the Super Bowl than watch it. So if you think about how many people in this country are sports fans, there's a ton of evidence to tell you there's more non-sports fans in this country than sports fans. And all we are permeated by sports all day long. So I think you have to look at the picture in totality to see where a lot of people are coming from. Zubin, from the shady underbelly of college sports to uh, what we'd really like to talk about, the actual games on the field. Your ESPN cameras will be... Do we do that anymore? Do we do that anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Once in a while. So ESPN will be here Thursday night, Iowa State. We know the importance of them getting this game as it pertains to bowl eligibility, but... Zubin, speak to what a win like this can do just for the program as a whole. You see the bump that can happen with one of these national spotlight games, and and the spotlight's certainly going to be on in Ames Thursday night. Yeah, I actually look at it the other way. I know this is obviously (laughs) KBGG, and you're in Des Moines, but I I look at it the other way. I think this is a much bigger litmus test for Texas. Sure. And I kind of hit on this yesterday when you and I were talking, Trent, with Jim. But I I think even though, like I said, I want to keep it more Iowa State-centric, To me, this game is way more about Texas, not just because from a national perspective, people know who Tom Herman is, the USC game. Maybe they don't know who Matt Campbell is. They don't know they beat you and I in the opener. I don't mean that. I just mean for Iowa State, um, a close loss is maybe not to them a win because they feel like they should be able to compete with a very, very down Texas. This isn't Vince Young, Major Applewhite, Texas. This is just Texas right now. Um, So maybe Iowa State fans would be a little disappointed if they couldn't win this game. But I think across the country, a close loss would be fine. Um, maybe not to Iowa State, but the bigger story to me is Texas. Like, Texas has one option in this game. They have to win this game. If they don't win this game, it doesn't mean the end of the program. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that all of the momentum built up from USC, 
a lot of the Herman magic or pixie dust, as he likes to call it, is on the line. Um, look, first game, it happens. Maryland looked like an okay team. USC is USC. You're on the road. They have the better quarterback. They have the better skill position people. You're in the game. You're winning with 45 ticks left. Um, fine. Overachieving, doing what Tom Herman does, nearly knocking off another ranked opponent as an unranked team. But this is the sort of game where there's no excuses. Not the first game like Maryland. It's not the first time with your guys. It's not a hostile coliseum with talent far better than you are standing on the Trojan sideline. This is a, you're seen as a better coach. I don't care how poorly you've recruited this year or what Charlie has left you. You have better talent. I don't care. It's a road game. This isn't going into Norman or Stillwater. This is going into Ames. So in that sense, to me, this is a huge game for Texas. Like I said, if they lose, it's not derailed. It's just going to be a lot harder than people thought. But for Texas, there is so much more on the line than there is for Iowa State. Mm. Uh, Zubin, last thing for you, Zubin Mahente from ESPN. Zubin, we, we've seen the Patriots get uh, get clobbered by the, the Chiefs in week number one. Came back, had a nice win. Then there were night and day to beat the Houston Texans uh, this past Sunday. Are we seeing, I don't want to say the end, but but do the Patriots look... I don't want to say human because it's still Tom Brady, but they don't look as invincible at this point of the season maybe as they've had the last few years. Are we seeing New England maybe come back to the pack a little bit three weeks into the season? That air of invincibility might not be there in 2017. What I would say to that is I feel everything you just said for the moment applies to their defense. I think we tend to look at teams collectively, you know, giving up 42 to the Chiefs. The Saints can definitely move the ball, although they had trouble moving it on early in week two. And Houston has a quarterback that obviously is a little bit ahead of where people thought he would be. Um, So I agree with your point, but I don't agree with it with regards to Brady or Cooks or the offense or McDaniels. I believe that the defense is letting them down. um, And they are on pace, again, we're three weeks into the season, so I don't really like talking pace arguments. But this is on pace to be one of Belichick, let's just call it weaker defenses and less things shore up. But I think when we tend to look at a team in totality, we look at it and say, wow, they just, you know, they they, they escaped by their skin of the teeth against the Texans who lost to the Jags. They lost to the Chiefs. Uh, The Saints game was, well, you know, they're the Saints and they didn't look very good. They haven't looked particularly excellent in any of the three games. You could say they looked excellent against the Pats, but by far, excuse me, against the Saints. But you could say by far that was their weakest opposition. I'd love them to look their best against the best opposition, not the weak opposition. But I think if you really just parse it down, you would see that Brady's played great against New Orleans. He had the best first quarter of his career. Uh, that's saying something considering his career. But I think oftentimes we look at a team in totality, and when you lump Brady's greatness in with right now what has been a shoddy defense from Matt Patricia, it tends to sully a little bit of Brady's brilliance. But I think if you take a look at the numbers, there's a clear split on how bad the Pats D has been. And I think that's just unfortunately being lumped in with the entire team. And that's kind of brought the team collectively down just a little bit. I'm not worried about their offense, but I think if you look at any of their defensive numbers, it would give you, it would give you reason to be concerned. Good stuff, Zubin. We'll catch you next week. Thank you, Zubin Mahente. Appreciate it. Any, oh, anytime, guys. Take care. Good to talk to you, Zubin Mahente, formerly here of WOI in Des Moines. What are they now? They're not WI anymore, are they? They're uh, My News 
There I are friends. Five? Yeah, there, we, yeah. we should. I should know that, and I apologize to the good folks over uh, at Channel Five. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Uh, come back and finish up the hour, the one o'clock hour. We spent a lot of time, obviously, on this. It's a massive story. It's it's a, it's a massive story, Trent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't ignore it. Uh, but we will, to some extent, change gears a little bit in the uh, in the one o'clock hour. Chip Brown will be here. Covers Texas. We'll take a look at Texas and Iowa State. Um, and then we'll get into the NFL, in particular to the NFC North with Timmy Otter, VikingUpdate.com. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're on 1700 KBGG. We'll be back after this. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. NBC Tuesday is back, all new. First, on four-time Emmy winner The Voice, Adam, Blake, Miley, and newest coach Jennifer Hudson battle for amazing talent in the blind auditions. Followed by the return of the show that captured America's heart and never let go, This Is Us. Then, the premiere of a new kind of Law & Order series based on actual events. Edie Falco stars in Law & Order True Crime, The Menendez Murders, tonight on NBC. When your battery goes dead, everything can come to a stop. Don't take a chance on getting stranded. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and get your battery tested free of charge. If your battery does need to be replaced, O'Reilly Auto Parts can help you find the exact superstart battery that fits your car or truck at a guaranteed low price. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. 
Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back as we uh, finish up the first hour of the program. Trent Condon and myself are here Monday through Friday talking local sports with you. Chip Brown coming up in the uh, 1 o'clock hour. He covers Texas, has for a long, long time. Uh, we'll get the uh, the Texas perspective on things. Two days away from the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Point spread aside. Forget forget about the point spread. Yes. Um, Texas is. I think you would think that they would have some athletes, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure at the quarterback position if if they're set at the quarterback position. I like Bushell, but he's you know he looks like he's banged up. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other kid, the freshman, um, Ellinger Ellinger was better at the end of the game than he was at the at the uh, beginning of the game, as you would come to expect in a tough environment like that. This is a game that Iowa State can win, Trent, from where I sit. Absolutely can. So we were kind of talking in circles during drive time yesterday, Jim and myself. And I finally just came out and said, Iowa State's winning this football game. And that's where I am two days away. Mm -hmm. Iowa State's going to win this football game. Why do you think they are? I think they're going to move the football effectively. I do, too. I think this team is too good offensively. they got some athletes on defense. Yes, they do. I don't know if Texas can keep up with them. That's what I keep coming back to. Now, I don't know. It doesn't mean it's going to be 51-44. But 42-38 is not crazy. 34-27. I don't know if Texas can get into the 30s. I I really have that many concerns. I think Iowa State's going to score. They have to clean up the drop strength. Yes. I'm not saying Iowa State needs to play a perfect game. Nope. But they need to clean up some of the stuff that's plagued them the first three weeks of the season because they're better than that. Yes. In particular, number five. Who's, who's dominant players they've got there. The drops have plagued him this year. If they take a step forward in the run game, and it's not just Montgomery being David Montgomery, 
if that offensive line can block at a high level, pass blocking, they've been great. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. And Park, he knows the system well. He stands tall in that pocket and delivers. He's a good quarterback, isn't he? If, if they can go from, let's say they're a C-plus right now in run blocking, and they go and they're a B-plus here in this game, they win this football game. And I think they win it by more than a score. Do you? I, I'm loving Iowa State. And I, I don't know. Maybe it's the Thursday night. Maybe it's the excitement. First time I'm going up to Jack Trice in a couple of years. Maybe that's uh, kind of leading to the excitement here. It's supposed to be a pretty nice night up there, too. It is. It is. Nice fall night for football. But uh, it's not just that they're going to cover, and we talk point spreads a lot. Mm -hmm. I think they're winning this football game, and I'm almost willing to say handily. That's where I'm at right now, two days before. Mm. Subject to change. You're making some friends, Trent Condon, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, in the 1 o'clock hours, we wrap things up here. And again, uh, appreciate uh, Zubin Mahente, who joins us on a weekly basis. For those of you who don't know, uh, Zubin worked here uh, before he well, he went to Denver and then left Denver to get to, uh, to the mothership at ESPN. But Zubin spent a significant portion, late 90s, into the new century at WOI, working for John Walters, when John Walters, who used to be over there, uh, formed a pretty uh, good sports tandem over there, thanks to Zubin Mahente. Chip Brown coming up. He will kick things. No, he doesn't. He gets uh, here at 120, and then we'll get back into the NFL. How much of the game did you watch last night? Oh, in and out throughout. A little baseball going on. Also, had to watch The Voice. Why? Ella. Oh, she likes the really? singers. She loves the singers. And uh, there was a little girl that was... Yeah, she, she loves it. America's Got Talent, her favorite show over the summer. And how old is she? Two. <laughs> She's yeah. opinionated as her father, too. And, uh-huh. Yeah, she wanted control of the TV last night. So had to flip back and forth between the football game and the voice until she went to bed. You're being a good daddy, Trent. Yeah, I got to do that, don't right? Absolutely. Can't, it goes so fast. Yeah, that, that clicker, I'm, I'm a pro at it, but... Sometimes you got to give it to the little one. Uh, the 1 o'clock hour is coming up. We'll get into Monday Night Football, uh, take a look at college football. Hawks have a big one. A lot of trepidation, I kind of get the sense, amongst the uh, Hawkeye portion of the listening audience. At least that uh, seems to be the case. Can they beat Michigan State on the road? Will there be a letdown after that terrific game uh, this past Saturday night? The 1 o'clock hour is coming up next. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine.
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Every day people ask me, can I still take advantage of today's low rates? Is it still a good time to refinance? The answer is yes. Now's a great time to call Quicken Loans at 800-QUICKEN. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.875%, APR 4.05%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Getting your flu shot at Walgreens is easier than ever. Just walk right in, and there's no cost to you with a $0 copay with most insurance. Plus, when you get a flu shot, you help provide a life-saving vaccine to a child in need through the UN Foundation. Swing by your local Walgreens anytime to get a flu shot and help make a difference. Get a shot, give a shot. It's that easy. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy. Through August 31st, 2018, for every immunization given, Walgreens will donate 22 cents up to $2 million. Vaccine restrictions apply. Talk to your pharmacist to learn more. Another money-saving secret from Arm & Hammer. My name is Malena. I'm from Los Angeles, California. I love Arm & Hammer Sensitive Skin Plus Scent Laundry Detergent. It cleans really well. It doesn't irritate my skin, and it smells wonderful. Arm & Hammer Sensitive Skin Plus Scent has a skin-friendly scent people love, so it's preferred two-to-one over the leading free and clear detergent, and it costs up to 30% less. We've been on a very tight budget 